the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Jeffrey Mosier sitting in for Chris Holman on the road, well, recording remotely as we all are tended to do so these days in Michigan with the Stay Home, Stay Safe directive, uh, executive orders in effect, and uh, reaching out over the phone lines to the Southfield vicinity in the southeastern Michigan to uh, Matthew S. Fedor, an attorney with Foster Swift, Collins & Smith, PC attorneys, and uh, his office is certainly in Southfield. And welcome to the Michigan Business Beat, Matt. Thank you, Jeffrey. It's a pleasure to be here with you today. <laughs> Excellent. And, and your specialty is elder law, and so it's a timely topic for us to reach out to you. Uh, I'll preface this interview by saying that May is Elder Law Month, and uh, from business owners' perspectives, as the nation's population continues to age, there are steps that employers will need to take in order to help accommodate employees that may be having difficult maintaining work productivity as they're having to, to juggle actually a full-time job in addition to perhaps taking care of their elderly parents. So what we're trying to find out from you is to give us some insight on, well, what's the lay of the land and, and where do those business owners or the employees that might have that family situation go? Right. So my practice area is in elder law, and I also do a lot of work in the corporate area. So I've got the benefit of knowledge on both sides of that front. And when you're talking about elder law, you're talking about mostly aging parents. Uh, we've got dementia, we've got just general health needs, and everybody knows somebody, if not themselves, who are dealing with family members and, and trying to care for them. So from an employer perspective, how does this affect the employees and their work productivity, as you mentioned? We're seeing higher numbers of absenteeism, the stress and anxiety from caring for family members while still trying to hold down a full-time job is a challenge, and it can really affect the productivity of the employees, including their health. It, it, with all the stress and all the activities that they are obligated to do or feel compelled to assist with, their own health can be affected as well. So those are some of the things that employers are seeing as a result of family members who are also caregivers in this the COVID crisis notwithstanding, beforehand, going into that, we had a talent shortage, the talent gap, and uh, perhaps would employers be looking at uh, ways of structuring the benefits that they offer employees in order to accommodate situations where it might be perhaps flexibility? Or could you explain some of the opportunities there? Yes, absolutely. So one of the things that we counsel employers on is to have the conversation with their staff and their employees as far as what obligations they have at home, outside of the workplace, what are items that are sensitive to them relative to the, the issues that they're facing. So are they having family members that they have to care for? Are they taking time off? And to really start that conversation with the employees and the staff to understand what you're dealing with within the employee population. And as a result of that conversation, you can get more specific on the benefit side and as it relates to providing an environment where these employees can both thrive and take care of their family needs and their needs outside of the workplace. So a lot of what we're seeing, you know, some of the more common ones are flex time, where you have 
paid time off. Some employers have sick time and vacation time and they separate it out. But allowing PTO to be used to also care for family members is one of the more common approaches that employers are taking. The reason that this is pretty popular right now is because it doesn't add any additional cost to the employer. It allows you to have something that's already in place for them to be utilized in a flexible manner. Another option that we're seeing is flex time as far as work schedules go. Obviously, with the COVID event, what we're seeing is that more and more people are figuring out ways to work remotely. And so allowing employees that flexibility, if at all possible, is another non-expense-related you know, item that you can provide as an employer that doesn't affect the bottom line. Those are some of the more common ones that we see, but, but some employers are going even further, and what they're doing is they're providing resources to employees relative to things that they'll need in, in their out-of-work lives. So, for example, they're, they're providing resource lists for caregivers to come into the home for, to relieve them, meal facilities, list of other agencies that can come in and fill the needs of the employees in their relative to their caregiving role. So a lot of employers, again, you got to start with that discussion and see what the needs of the population are of the employees, and then you can more tailor the needs of that to the employees specifically. Indeed. Well, I believe you covered my second question there with the resources to provide. I would imagine outside of what you described, there would also be if the workplace, the employer and the employees had a lot of the situation all figured out, flexible time and everything, but perhaps it's how to be in touch with the right um, hospice care if something were to go wrong or how to connect with the Social Security Administration or, or other guidance, then perhaps Foster Swift has those resources in a condensed form that's easy to navigate. Yeah, we often provide employers with resource lists or other materials that they can provide to the employees. A lot of the feelings of the employees come from whether or not the employer cares about them. You mentioned earlier retention of employees and attraction of new employees. And that really goes a long way from an employer perspective when you sit down and you talk to the employees about their personal needs and things that you can do to make their lives easier. It really is a loyalty builder among the employee to the employer. And we're seeing a lot more long-term employment from employers that offer these services to their employees. It's really a two-way street in that regard. You know, as an employer, you invest a lot of time, money, and resources in training and maintaining the workforce. And this is just one more tool in your kit that you can utilize to endear those employees to you and create that loyalty that you want so that all of that investment in them is beneficial. Wonderful. Well, I think we covered it well, but, you know, eight minutes is, is actually just a snapshot in time. So how might uh, an employer out there find out more information from you or Foster Swift on elder law here, especially during May being elder law month? Well, Jeffrey, we've got our fosterswift.com website has an elder law blog. They can check that out. There's some resources and, and tips there, or they can contact the Foster Swift attorney. We've got offices throughout the state. We're in Lansing, Southfield, Grand Rapids, St. Joe's. So we've got a lot of area that we can cover. So you can either reach us through the website, that's the easiest way to do it, or pick up the phone and give us a call. 
Well, tremendous. Matt, thank you so much for spending some time with the Michigan Business Beat today. Thanks for having me on, Jeffrey. It's been a pleasure. Excellent. And once again, we've been speaking with Matthew S. Fedor, attorney, Foster Swift Collins of Smith, PC. He's based out of Southfield, Michigan. We'll be back with more on the Michigan Business Beat on Michigan Business Network. Business Network.